Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. Shalom, my homies. Welcome to a special report from the Netflix and Swell podcast for Mortal Kombat. Uh, you you know who we are if you've listened to this podcast before. <laughs> Caleb, how are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. Damn straight you are. So we're here to talk about Mortal Kombat uh, 2021. Yeah, uh, this is an action adventure fantasy film. Uh, it's a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb currently. Uh, MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Dan, what did you think of Mortal Kombat? All right. And not the 1995 one. And that, that one I have uh, some serious nostalgia for. This, <laughs> uh, look, if you're coming here for plot, uh, acting, Story, uh, you, you, you've come for the wrong things when watching a Mortal Kombat movie, because you will not find really any of them here, and if you do, they're not very good. Uh, but what you will find is a very entertaining, uh, nearly two-hour movie. Yeah, um, they kind of they kind of take the whole plot and canon of the Mortal Kombat universe and kind of just like keep the skeleton of it and chuck most of it out the window uh and just kind of give you the barest bones to get you into a series of live action uh mortal combat matches so mm-hmm. uh it's it's all just set up to get them to do their moves from the game and say their lines and uh show lots of blood and uh explosions of tits and gore Trying to remember where the tits were. Uh, there were no tits. Damn you, Caleb. But yeah, uh, right out the gate, what did you think about them? Just basically as like an entry point to the world being like, hey, here's here's Cole Young, a character. Well, so first and foremost, they start with that like 15 minute sequence of like feudal Japan, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's uh, we get the uh, beginnings of the feud between uh, Hanzo H- Hasashi yeah. and Bihan. Like uh, Bihan and the Lin Kuei show up and and wipe out Hanzo Hasashi's uh, whole family. Mm-hmm. And that sets up the, the feud between the Lin Kuei and the Shirai Ryu. Yeah. And and then we flash forward to uh, Cole Young, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I've never seen him in a single <laughs> yeah. Mortal Kombat. Uh, bold choice to make a Mortal Kombat film where it's not just all about Liu Kang forever and ever, Liu Kang. A thousand, a thousand years, Liu Kang, forever and ever. Yeah. LiuKangAdventures.com. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into spoilers yet, uh, but... Uh, it, yeah, it was a weird choice to create a brand new character to the Mortal Kombat lore and make him the main character of your franchise. Man, 
I really wanted it to be Johnny Cage. <laughs> I did too. I was like, oh, there's, I legitimately went, oh, there's Johnny Cage. And then I was like, Cole Young, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, it works well enough though. Like, like I said, he's, he's the lay person. He's the audience surrogate. He's just a guy who's down on his luck and never was quite good enough. Right. Uh, but, but the forces of destiny have greater things in store for him. So I was fine with that. Yeah. Presumably Cole Young will be a playable character in Mortal Kombat 12. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, and, and you know, he has the, uh, the impressive, uh, golden shirt armor that makes him impervious to most attacks and he has the mystical Tanfa of Takanawa. He does have the Tanfa of Takanawa. And I was like, ah, the Tanfa of Takanawa have shown up in this movie. Yeah, I, I immediately said that. And Vanessa was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Oh, uh, shit. He's got the Tanfa of Takanawa. That's super cool. Uh, if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, go watch the South Park episode, Fun with Weapons. Uh you will not regret the time invested in that. Yeah, it's only 22 minutes. It, it, that episode is there with uh, the World of Warcraft episode for being the best episode of South Park. Yeah. When life gets you down, you don't just give up on the world of Warcraft. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I didn't really ask Ashley because, like, she's not a Mortal Kombat person. And frankly, neither am I. Like, I don't play the games uh, mainly because I'm bad at fighting games. So I just avoid them. And I'm fucking obsessed with Mortal Kombat. Sure. But like, I understood a lot of the references they were making, like a lot of lines. Like, I mean, your soul is mine is iconic. Yeah. From Shang Tsung, uh, test your might, uh, fatality. Like th they, they bring up a Flawless lot of like victory, a lot of one liners that um, are Mortal Kombat lore. Scorpion, who only speaks Japanese for some fucking reason, yells, get over here. Yep. <laughs> so i mean it's it, it is what it is like it, it's a ridiculous movie that knows what it is uh and doesn't try yeah. to be an academy award-winning movie about uh um uh, an intergalactic interdimensional martial arts tournament thing yeah and uh they got an actual asian man to play raiden Instead of Christopher Lambert. Yeah, uh, I originally thought it was Ken Watanabe for a minute, uh, mainly because I'm racist, I guess. He does look a bit like Ken Watanabe. Yeah, but then I was like, oh, there's no way, because he doesn't sound anything like Ken Watanabe. But I was like... Tadanobu Asano, Asano is uh, the actor's name. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. He's apparently been in like the Thor movies. That tracks, yeah. I'm looking to see if there's anything else, like anything potentially else Western made that I know him from. Doesn't look like it. I mean, he was in Midway, but uh, no one saw that movie and no one liked that movie. Oh, he was Captain <laughs> Yuji Nagata in Battleship. Okay, that's where I know him from. Because, because yes, for those of you wondering, I saw Battleship in theaters. Oh, God. So when they asked me, Dan, why did you torrent that movie? Because I saw Battleship in theaters. With my money. Yikes. Oh my. Um, 
I don't know. I I was glad that like Jax got quite a bit of screen time. He was mm-hmm. always my favorite Mortal Kombat fighter. Um, my my introduction to the franchise was Mortal Kombat three on the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother was very concerned that my uh, brother in law at the time gave me a Sega Genesis with a copy of that game. Uh, but I was very much into it. Uh, and Jax was always, always my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so I think he he was pretty well, pretty well portrayed in this movie. Yeah. Uh, by uh, McCod Brooks. Yeah, who, who's been in a lot of like series and stuff, but never really like a big player in the uh, the movie world. And I think that's really what it, what it comes down to is like this feels like one of those movies where they had to cut back a lot of budget for uh, in order to get it even made in the first place. Like, cause a lot of these are no name actors or like actors. You're like, Oh, that person from that thing. Like the, the most famous person for me and the person Ashley immediately recognized was uh chin Han as uh, Shang Tsung. Uh, he plays Lao in the dark Knight. Oh yeah. So, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into spoilers and talk about the very, very loose plot things that interest us? I wish that they had given Shang Tsung things to do. Like, he never directly confronts every, anybody. Like, he he kills one character very unceremoniously. Uh, but, like, I don't know. I I'm hopeful that, like, if there's future entries into this franchise, which I think that there will be. Yeah. Um, that like Shang Tsung is more of a, a presence because they really make it all about Sub-Zero, which is good. Like Sub-Zero is like the marquee character, like him and Scorpion. But like, um, I don't know. G- give me more Shang Tsung. Right. Give me Quan Chi, you fucking cowards. Uh, uh, well, I'm sure we're going to get a ton more people. We're going to like, uh, we're going to get noob sidebot at some point. Like there, there's still plenty of characters we yeah. got to get to. Well, like they, they do for the most part, follow the story of the first Mortal Kombat game. Like aside from, you know, having an actual tournament, like it's, it's basically the story of the first game. But like, uh, like the outworld forces are like trying to subvert having the tournament and kill all of the Earthrealm champions before the tournament can take place, uh, because like they know that like Liu Kang basically is going to be a ringer and win and take the whole damn thing. So right. So yeah. Uh. Let's uh, get into spoilers and talk about some some plot beats that may or may not matter. Let me just play the ending for you. No, no, I don't want to see how it ends. Okay, I could describe it. Um, Imagine you're in a room. No, 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 I don't want to know how it ends. I haven't seen the beginning. Uh, Yeah, but the ending is awesome. So if I could just play the- This is what you always do. You always spoil stuff Uh, for me. No, I don't. And if I could just play the ending for you real quick, then we'll discuss that. Motherfucker, you always spoil everything before I get a chance to see it. Okay, you sound like a crazy person right now. So first, uh, Cole Young is a 
kind of shitty uh, MMA cage fighter who like never realized his potential. Right. And but like he has a dragon birthmark. Uh, so like he's he's marked by destiny to become like the the big champion and win the thing. So like uh I don't I don't know necessarily that like his skills and victory are earned. Right. Cuz like even when he's fighting people, like he he fights sub zero at the end and he requires the help of his uh, long dead ancestor who has returned from hell. Like whenever he gets his shirt and his tonfa of Takanawa, I was like, oh, maybe he'll be Scorpion. Maybe like Hanzo will uh, possess his body and then become Scorpion. And then he has his. That's kind of what I was hoping was going to happen, but. <sighs> so, like, that was lame. Like, ultimately, like, I feel like Cole Young is just a lame character. Like, he just doesn't do anything. Uh, like, like he is the vehicle by which the movie drives, but he is also the one that does the least amount of stuff. Yeah. Um, there's there's a new element added to the universe, which is Arcana, uh, which is like basically a manifestation of your fighting spirit. So like rather than having a, a technological like implant from the Black Dragon gang, uh, Kano's Arcana awakens and he can just shoot an eye laser. Sure. Um, and then like. Cole's Arcana gives him like this golden armor that like lets him absorb his opponent's attacks and release like kinetic energy from it. Uh, and he can manifest a set of tonfas, uh, one of which is like bladed and very deadly looking. Um Jax, his his arcana manifests as like so he gets his arms frozen off by Sub Zero. Which was awesome. Uh, and he gets like which was awesome. It's like one of the best parts. But like uh he <laughs> like they're cuz he is the dragon mark and like they're trying to uh, you know like Raiden's group of heroes is trying to like search high and low across the different realms for something to heal Jax. <laughs> and like the best they can do is like a really shitty janky mm-hmm. pair of robot arms that like they look like they're made out of Erector set, but like whenever Jax's Arcana awakens, like he gets really badass metal metallic uh, prosthetic arms that are like super powerful and can fucking shoot energy blasts and everything that Jax can do. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, I don't know. It's it's a bit lame that like Liu Kang's Arcana was just like you know, oh, I can do fireballs and stuff. Cause like in the, in the game canon, like the reason Liu Kang can do that is because like he has the soul of a dragon. Sure. Like he literally is a dragon in human form. But I mean, so I don't he, know. He could have the, the arcana of a fucking hat. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, don't don't talk shit about Kung Lao. I, I, I fucking won't. love Kung I won't, Lao. But I'm I mainly making reference to what Kano said. And it's like, my, I have a fucking laser yeah. beam for a, an Arcana. <laughs> and you you have what? A fucking hat? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like Liu Kang or uh, 
Kung Lao, rather, like, his thing is, like, he can teleport around and shit. But, and then, yeah, he has a, he has a neat hat. Yeah. And he does. It's a very good hat. His fatality. Yeah, where he throws the hat into the ground and it's spinning like a saw blade and he pulls somebody through it. And it's the greatest. I freaked the fuck out. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. And then they show <laughs> the inside they show of the her blood spray. Yeah, they show the brain and the the bile ducts and like everything. It was awesome. Man, now like when they do a sequel movie, if Johnny Cage doesn't fucking uh stab his hands through somebody's chest and then peel their chest apart and stick his face through it and say, here's Johnny. I'm going to fucking riot. They've set a dangerous precedent. They have. Uh, th- I forgot to mention uh, in non-spoilers because it doesn't really matter. But uh, when Liu Kang and Kano are fighting and Liu Kang just keeps doing like the, the leg sweep thing. Yeah, he spams the leg sweep and Kano calls him out on it. It's <laughs> like, what, you only know one move? And yeah. it's like, man, I remember playing this in the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's it's awesome for fans because like there's there's just so much fan service like hey uh anime this is how fan service is done it's not like stupid vaginas in people's faces yeah it's, like we didn't need to get a, a scene of like an upskirt shot of sonya's panties right like it, instead we get you know them acknowledging the games them making fun of the games in a way and and also, we, pro- we promised we weren't going to talk about High Rise Invasion. Look, we're doing this immediately after <laughs> our High Rise Invasion episode. Once today is done, it's over. Uh, but like this, this had everything. Like, if you're someone who enjoys Mortal Kombat or knows anything about Mortal Kombat, like you, you're you're going to enjoy it from that kind of a level. Like all the little references and the little nods to the games. Yeah. And then, I don't know, you, you have the final fight where, uh, and I was waiting for, for the thing where, like, they showed a fight entirely from the one fixed camera angle that was basically, like, the Mortal Kombat angle. But I, I guess yeah. they don't feel comfortable in anybody fighting like that, so they had to just do a lot of cuts. Which, like, okay, fine, but that kind of sucks. They do like some pretty cool homages to the games, though. Like you were saying, like whenever Jax has his big fight, like he goes to the to the bridge in Outworld that has like all the spikes under it that mm-hmm. you could like uppercut somebody off the stage and they would get impaled on the spikes. That doesn't happen. I was a little bit disappointed, but Jax does his cool fatality. Yeah. And then uh, something they do in the more recent games is like after somebody wins their fight, like, it'll, like, focus on them, and then, like, they'll say some cool fucking line afterwards. Like, uh, they they kind of took it from Injustice, and then they put it into Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Well, in- Injustice was made by NetherRealm. Right, that's what I mean. It's like, they alternate between Injustice and Mortal Kombat. So, like, things that they did in Injustice that people seem to like, they put into Mortal Kombat. And vice versa. Yeah, well, they fucking put, like, X-ray moves from Mortal Kombat 9 into Injustice. So. Right. I, I'm i a little upset we didn't get any X-ray moves, but whatever, that's fine. 
Yeah, I don't know. That would like that would be too much to be believed. Like in a video game, I can let it go. But like if you do that in a movie and you show somebody's kneecap shattering, like the fight's over. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> um, let's talk about the best character, uh, which is Kano. I mean, sure. He's a bogan. Yeah, he really stole the show for me. Um so he's just uh, a big surly Australian fucking mercenary. Uh and he has all the funniest lines. Um he he tears an opponent's heart out and says, "Kano wins, you fucking beauty." Yeah, I, I love that. Like I, I love like the the final like the the final lines they would say. Like just so many fun little references to to Mortal Kombat. I don't know. I hope that in a sequel, like they actually do like a proper treatment for reptile. Cause in this it's like, Hey, here's a big lizard with like acid spit. And I really hope that that's not just reptile. Like, I hope that's just kind of like, I don't know. I was kind of hoping <laughs> that they would do the thing from like, the old Mortal Kombat movie where it's just like a shitty little lizard that they have to fight mm. and then it possesses like the body of a dead ninja and actually becomes the green ninja and then dies again. But well, no, I like reptile. Well, don't forget that Shang Tsung also says that, you know, death is only another portal. So it's mm -hmm. possible we get all of the characters who died in this movie back in a sequel. Right. And, um, the one thing that Shang Tsung does is, like, he does steal Kung Lao's soul. So, like, movie two, probably, we're gonna, like, have the heroes do a subplot where they retrieve Kung Lao's soul and bring him back. Because he's a fucking major character <laughs> and needs to be there. Right. Also, we need more hat fatalities. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised to see Cabal in this movie. He's someone I'm not familiar with, really. So he showed up the first time in Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, but like his like his power and everything uh, in this was like really well actualized on screen. So he's like super speed, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was it was pretty cool. And he has like the big hook swords uh, and a respirator mask. I don't know, there were a lot of other things that like they kind of do quick references to. Like at one point, there's a a picture of Nightwolf hanging on Sonya's fucking Pepe Sylvia conspiracy <laughs> wall, right? Um, it's like I w I would like to see Nightwolf properly in the movie, hopefully portrayed by a Native American actor. Um, please is uh, if you're gonna uh do it. <laughs> is Nightwolf a dude? Yeah. Okay, because uh, I was going to say you'd just get Tannis then, if it if it was a girl. Eh, they could. I don't know. It could be like a Nightwolf, uh, like, descendant. Because they kind of referenced it like, oh, there have been champions throughout history while showing you a picture of Nightwolf. Right, okay, okay. So. Yeah, 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 I see. But, uh... Yeah, Nightwolf was also introduced in Mortal Kombat 3. He was uh 
like a shaman, which is kind of problematic in itself, but like he had received visions of like the outworld invasion and like um hadn't like acted on it and tried to get a hold of Raiden, so like out of guilt for not acting sooner, he he joins the resistance to try to repel Shao Kahn's forces. Hmm. Okay. And uh yeah, Nightwolf's great. It's one of my favorite characters. So, uh I guess at the very end we'll we'll, we'll talk about the the Sub-Zero slash Cole Young slash Scorpion fight which like yes. I I understand why you have to have Scorpion and Sub-Zero fight. It is the reason you have Mortal Kombat in the first place. However, yeah, and that's like the thing that bookends the movie. Uh, however, you make Scorpion seem weak and you make Cole Young seem weak by them having to team up to fight Sub-Zero. Like, either Cole gets knocked out and Scorpion fights Sub-Zero and kills him, or uh, Scorpion possesses Cole and fights Sub-Zero and kills him. I, I don't. I feel like having both both characters really cheapens that ending. Like I, I know it's a stupid fighting movie, but also like you have Cole yeah. for the next two movies potentially. Like it, I feel like you got to build him up. I guess I could kind of be devil's advocate and be like, Sub Zero is just that powerful, and like Scorpion's been in hell for a thousand years doing nothing, while Bihan has been accumulating power. So. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Um, I thought it was really cool whenever fucking Scorpion stabs Sub-Zero and then Sub-Zero uh, makes a blade out of his own blood and stabs Scorpion with it. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty great. There was a lot of there was a lot of really fun, great stuff like but fun. Like I said, this isn't trying to be anything more than it is. And I feel like if you're if you're trying to, you know, put on this movie, hey, why are you not like an Academy Award winning s- screenplay? Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, y- you missed the brief. Yeah. I do hope Kano comes back, hopefully with like the eyepiece. Because uh, he got fucking murdered by Sonya got with totally a garden murdered. gnome. Yeah. Didn't she smash you through that eye? Yeah, through his eye, yeah. Yeah, so he probably will come back so with the eyepiece. So it makes sense if he comes back that he would have the eyepiece. Yeah. Death is only another portal. Yep. But, yeah, like, uh, I don't know, they're <laughs> fucking... Uh, I can't remember if it was Mortal Kombat 9 or Mortal Kombat 10, where, like, basically every character fucking dies and all get turned into zombies by Quan Chi. Huh. And then, like, and then, like, in Mortal Kombat 11, it's like everybody's back, because death isn't permanent. Oh yeah, it's like comic books. Uh, in, in the immortal words of Mike Stoklasa, nobody's ever really gone. Don't go down that road. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about this this movie, this masterpiece? No, it's uh, it's a really fun, really dumb popcorn, fun dumb action movie and i liked it a lot i'm gonna watch it seven more times sounds good uh as for me yeah it's a it's a stupid 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 movie 
that I had a lot of fun with. And that's all that really matters when it comes to this movie is I had a lot of fun. So uh, I'm going to give it a three uh, and I'm not going to like it's a qualified recommend. If you can't have stupid, dumb fun, uh, don't even bother. Yeah, Um, I'm going to go three and a half. Okay, just because I I saw Liu Kang do his bicycle kick and I clapped. I also clapped. I went, oh my god, he's doing the bicycle kick. I watched this with Ashley, and uh, she was she was like, yeah, this is shit happening. I'm like, but there's this really fucking cool thing that, that they just referenced, and she's just like, I don't care. Um, Yeah, they do uh, a sequel set up, because it's like, uh, you know, you know Shang Tsung's coming back to try to claim Earthrealm for Shao Kahn, so mm-hmm. like, we have to get ready for the next tournament, and if the second movie doesn't have a goddamn tournament, I'm going to lose my mind. I know, right? Uh, but, like, the movie ends with Cole Young getting ready to go to Hollywood. Uh, and his shitty fight promoter is like, uh, what's in Hollywood? And he's like, it's not what, it's who. And he walks past a movie for a, or a movie poster for a Johnny Cage movie. Yeah. And you don't see his face because they haven't casted him yet. Yeah, that's true. But so, that's, uh, that's fine. Please, please watch this movie so that uh, I can get somebody playing Johnny Cage. I don't know. Who would play Johnny Cage? I would kill for like... Ryan Reynolds? I would kill for Zac Efron. Yeah. I don't know. Ryan Reynolds is where my mind jumps to because he has like the swagger. He can be a dickhead. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think he has the right look for Johnny Cage. Also, I think he's a little but bit too old now. Yeah, he is getting up there. I, I forgot about the fucking whatever Netflix movie where he was the the action man with the team of oh six underground like six people six underground. That's it. Um. Yeah, he had some gray in his beard. Yeah, that's why I say Zac Efron because Efron's like my age, so. I, I think he's like Ooh. the perfect age for him. What about Robert Pattinson? I don't know if Robert Pattinson would sully himself. <laughs> I don't know if Robert Pattinson could be funny enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. That's I don't what, know. We'll workshop it. Hollywood, uh, give us a give us a few days. We'll figure it out. Just cast me as Johnny Cage. Get me a personal trainer. <laughs> Let me bulk up, and uh, I I would I would pay so much money <laughs> to watch this happen. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! And then uh, I would the whole time during production, I would just yell at them for not letting me like run to the far end of the screen and spam energy balls the whole time until the opponent died, and then run up and do my fatality or. Uh, for not letting you do splits and then punching someone in the balls a million times. Yeah. Do you know that, like, the first Mortal Kombat game, they legitimately were trying to get Jean-Claude Van Damme to do, like, the motion capture and, like, be the face of Johnny Cage? Yeah. That's, like, my favorite thing. And then, uh, yeah, they never got it. But, like, Johnny Cage is just based on Van Damme. That's why he can do the splits. But do, does he have very bad English? No. No. No, he's he's the all-American boy. And so, so is Guile. 
from yeah, Sh- which uh, for some reason Guile was played by Jean Claude Van Damme, yeah, who was not a convincing American at all in that movie. They should have known when they watched Bloodsport that he could not do an American accent. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to us sort of talk about Mortal Kombat, mostly talk about Mortal Kombat, sometimes ramble. Uh, If you like what you hear, uh, head over to NetflixAndSwell.com to uh, find more of our show and listen to it. And uh, We have so much more to offer than just a half an hour long discussion of Mortal Kombat. But we also can offer that. So. Uh, Goodbye forever.